Someone asked a question, do you believe in this miracle? How do you open blind eyes? How can a lame man start walking? What is the source of your strength? I believe in these miracles I open the blind eyes by faith God is the source of my strength He's the same yesterday and today My God is still changing Is a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things have become new. Wonderful day. Um, it's 
an honor to be here again. It's a privilege to be speaking to great champions like you guys. Um, for those that are new among us, my name is Kenny Wonders. Uh, and welcome to RMY Anchor FM platform, where we'll be distributing accurate and efficient teachings uh, that will be transforming lives. So we welcome you once again. Thanks for joining us. So today we are going to be treating a very important and interesting subject. For the past two months now, or three months, we have been on the subject of the kingdom. And you know, maybe once in a while, we take a break and do a, a topic that we're led to do. So for today, we are taking a break from the series of the kingdom. So we are taking a break because I, I sensed that um, some people need to hear what we're about to teach today. That, you know, they need it urgently because I believe God is sending a message across to his children via this message today. So please... <clears throat> I want everyone to sit tight as this message is going to start. I want everyone to sit tight. I want everyone to give their attention to it. Like I do say, while you listen to this um, FM, I want you to avoid distraction at all costs. Avoid distraction at all costs so that you can get the best of it. It's going to be about an hour or less than an hour. So... Give it your best, your full attention, and try to get the best out of it because I believe that God is going to be speaking to someone here today. Amen. So today, I know some of us would have seen the broadcast. Where, so today we are going to be dealing with this, the topic, the healing process. The healing process. So we are dealing with the subject, the healing process. And the subtopic, the subtitle that I gave to it is getting past your past. Getting past your past. You see, I'm so excited about today. I'm really excited about today's topic. Getting past your past. Getting past your past. You see, oh God. Wow. I trust God that there's going to be a deliverance in the soul of many today. Many people's mindset will be renewed. Many people's shackles, mental shackles, mental, mental disorderliness will be will be healed by the touch of God today because God is going to be coming to save you from that deep depression that has been eating you up for years, for years, for months, for days. So it's going to be an interesting moment. So it's titled The Healing Process and the subtitle is called Getting Past Your Past. As long as time and season exist, then it means we all would have a past. As long as time and season exist on this earth, it means there will always be a past. Because what's a past? A past is, a, an, is, is, is an aspect of time that had existed before. So as much as time keeps existing, in as much as time continues to exist, then it means that we will continue to have past. We will continue to have past. Like I'm speaking to you presently, by this time tomorrow, 
this time today will become your past. As I'm speaking to you presently, by this time next year, this year will become your past. So as long as time continues, past is constant. So we will always have a past. Everybody will always have a past. Amen. So there is no human being on earth without a past. Either a laudable one or a pitiable one. We all have a past. So there is nobody that will come and tell you that I don't have a past. Even a a, a, a one-year-old child has a past. Even a, a, a day baby, a day-old baby has a past. He had a past because he was once in the womb, but now he's on earth. So he has a past. Everyone has a past. But our past may differ. In what sense? Some people's past might be memorable, might be something or, 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 that is worth being remembered. And some people's past might be something they are trying to forget. So some people's past are laudable, credible, you know, appreciatable celebratable if there is any grammar like that but some people's past are pitiable painful they don't want to remember it amen so many people everybody rather have a past but you know <laughs> you know one of the painful part or one of the most sincere part is that majority of the of every man on earth majority of every human on earth have a bad past i can i could say virtually everyone but i don't want to be stereotyped because i have not met everyone on earth so only god knows everyone on earth but i can say with boldness that at least 95% of humans on earth would if you if you sit everyone down they have a sorrowful past to share with you. Whether they are rejoicing now, whether they are fine now, whether they are okay by now, everyone has a past. Or whether they are still in that situation, everyone has a painful past to share. Even a five-year-old boy will tell you that he remember those days when mommy or daddy used to do this, or when so-so-so and so used to happen to him. So everyone has a past. But the tragedy of it all is that majority have a bad past that they don't want to remember <clears throat> they don't want to remember so everybody has a past everybody so the, the, this topic this subject is for everyone as long as you are human being still on it you have a past you have a past you know manage my voice for today uh, I'm, I'm, I'm having Qatar you know the weather has been really cold so just help me. I will try my best to be audible and clear enough. So a survey was done in the United States of America a few years ago. According to Saybrook University Forum, a study in the recent issue of the, of the Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin shows that about 90% of adults have deep regrets about their lives and that the more they dwell on it the worse their quality of life tends to get a research was done in Saybrook university in the united states of america 
and about 90% the survey after the survey about 90% were were had had regrets of their past can you see about 90% had regrets of their past they had regrets of how they had lived their life while they were much younger about 90% there was another research i was reading in a book i can't remember the particular book there was a, you know, they gave an analysis and they said, you know, the person was a nurse sharing experiences as a nurse. Now, when old people are about dying, maybe, you know, the time of death is close, is near. When they sit around people, you know, most of the time, all they do is to lament of how they have wasted their lives, not doing some certain things when they were young. And, you know, the, the nurse was, you know, sharing her experiences of how many old people, majority of every old person that she had treated will always say something sorrowful something pitiable about their past that they wish they had done better so it's like a common common occurrence in humanity in in mankind if we all have big regrets and it looks like we all do then managing regrets is a crucial life skill because if if everyone has regrets in life, then it's a big deal. So how to manage regrets is what we are going to be dealing with today. And I think it's going to be a, a spiritual therapy section for many of us today. If you will believe and you will pay attention to what we are discussing today. Because it's a very crucial topic. I've, like I said earlier, virtually everyone has a past that is bitter. You will hear people say bitter experience. You hear some people say you regret. You hear some people say I die no. You know, things like that, phrases like that are, are pointers to 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 us to you know are pointers for everyone to see that almost everyone or even everyone has a bitter past or has a bitter experience in the past that they are regretting of today. So it is very important we treat it today. Regrets are usually from the bad choices we made or wrong decisions we take. But more worse is when we don't hear, well, I'm sorry, when we don't heal and grow from our past. Regrets are, 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 are mostly, oftentimes, regrets are due to our, our bad decisions, our bad choices made in the past or due to some wrong decisions that we took in the past it's not always so but most times i'm not saying because how can you explain a lady being raped it's not her fault that she was raped so i can't say she made a bad decision to be raped neither can i say she made a bad you know she, she made a wrong decision or she made a bad choice to be raped no that that happened that is you know that's what they call you know it's just a coincidence, a, 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 a very bitter coincidence of life. Are you with me? So I'm not saying everyone who has a, a past, a, a, a bitter past, were the one that caused it with their own um, decisions and, and choice. But what I'm saying is majority of the, the regrets many people have while they grow old, the, the regrets are, are, majority of the regrets comes from the bad decisions that many have taken. I, as a person, there are many regrets I have presently as young as I am already. 
There are many regrets. There are many things. I won't call it regrets anyways. There are many things that I wish I had done better while I was younger, much younger than I am now. There are many things. And I'm not even old yet. But, you know, don't let me jump before my time. That's, you know, I'm trying to take us process by process. But, you know, that's why I am now living my life purposefully. I'm really jumping before my time. So, what am I saying? What I'm saying is, oftentimes, the regret that majority face is, you know, are due to decisions, bad decisions, bad choices that we make. Are you with me? Amen. So, but more worse, more worse than this regret is when we refuse to let go of our past. Having a bad experience in the past is not the problem. Making some stupid mistakes, so-called stupid mistakes in the past is not the problem. Doing some things that you wish you never, you never did when you were young is not the problem. Missing some opportunities due to your lackadaisical attitude while you were younger or in the past is not the problem. But the problem now comes when you cannot shake yourself off from that bitter experience that occurred in the past. And it now begins to haunt you and hinder you from progressing in the present into the future. That is when it now becomes a serious problem. I call it a natural problem. Are you with me? So, it is when you can't heal. It is when you can't heal and grow from your past. That is when there is a problem. Many people live their life today in regrets. You know, many people live their life today regretting. They, they regret almost everything they have done. They live their life in regrets, upon regrets, upon regrets, upon regrets. So many people, they just live this life of regret. They, they just regret everything that has happened to them. And they begin to put blames on people, you know, begin to say, I wish my parents were more than this. I wish I wasn't born into this family. I wish uh, we didn't live in this area. I wish I didn't go to this school. I wish I, 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 I didn't go into this relationship. I wish I, I, I did this. I wish I did that and this and this. You see, people begin to give excuses for their past errors, past mistakes. And begin to live on that regret. Are you with me? So people live on regret upon regret, which has led to the hike in the index number of people being depressed today. The index number of people that are depressed today has really the, the, it has really been hiked. The number has really rise. Many people on anti anti depressor um, de, de, um, anti depressant many people many people on drugs to 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 help their depression many people are addicted just because of depression just because of depression so many people find themselves doing what they ought not to be doing because of depression that came from a past that you could not forgive yourself of are you with me so there are a lot of people going through a lot of things, taking pills, but still not getting healed. 
many go for therapy session but still not getting healed many go for go for deliverances in in, in a country like nigeria but still not getting healed why why is it so because by doing these things we deal with the fruit of the problem instead of the root of the problem you know people go for therapy sections or people go you know some people go into addictions just to get themselves to forget about their past some people do certain things take drugs take pills and do a lot of things just to get healed but the truth is you know when you are attached to your past and your spirit has become acclimatized to it 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 takes beyond pills to to help you break off from it it's just like addiction it takes beyond pills it takes beyond therapy to break off from such incidents amen amen so many people deal with the the the, the fruits of the problem and what's the fruit of the problem the fruit of the problem is the depression we see depression is not the problem depression is a reflection of the problem we have in the society let me say that again depression is not a problem depression is only a symptom of the problem that we have in the society and the problem that we have that i'm focusing on there are many reasons why depression could come anyways but the pro- the major thing i'm focusing on today which is my case study is the reason why many are depressed is because of the past many could not just go off the past they could not just come you know come over the past amen so but people deal with the the fruits they want to try to help you from being depressed stop being depressed and all that try to give you motivational speech but that is not a problem you need to go to the root you need to go to the root living on the past really does enslave us and it prevents us from embracing the future god has planned and promised us living on the past it enslaves us it enslaves people when you do not let go of the past you you are just like a man in a prison only that your own prison is a fine-tuned prison because it's the prison created by yourself so it is the prison of the mind when you refuse to let go of your past you are in a prison and when you are in a prison you can't progress are you with me when you are in a prison there is no progress have you ever gone to a prison where and you meet a man who tell you i i, I have a dream of doing this and i've been working on this in the prison it's no 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 way because he's even barely living in the prison trying to stroke especially in this country my country go to their prison go, go, just go do outreach in prisons and you will see with your own eyes how people are, are, are really going through a lot of things in the prisons so there is no other thing they do than labor and just eat foods that are not even well cooked not okay so no time to think of anything else no progress in their life they are just there locked up waiting for the day probably some that have been sentenced to death waiting for the day to die and some that you know they've been given years to stay in the prison they are waiting for just their time to get lab a lab no progress in the prison so that is the same thing that occurs to a man when you are enslaved by your past you are in a prison 
And that is why men that cannot go up the path do not go far in life. You see, when, when, we, when I counsel people, when I talk to people and I tell them, get beyond your past, let go of your past, do this and do that. You know, I hear a response like, hey, you don't understand, it's not easy, it's not easy. Ah, see, I understand it is not easy. But my point is not about if it is easy or not. My point is about how well do you, how far do you want to go in life? How successful do you really desire to be? Because if you really desire to be successful, then you will let go of the past. You will let go of the past, no matter how, how, how impossible you think it, it is. You let go of that. So it's not about me. It's not about me just giving you counsel based on I feel that is the normal thing you should do. No. No. It is because of your own, for your own good, for your own good, for your own progress. Because when a man is enslaved by his past, he's like a man in a prison. And in the, a man is in a prison, there is no progress. There is no progress in a prison. Amen. So you, you restrict God from being able to operate his promises in your life when you hold on to the past. No wonder God said, forget the former tense. Forget the former things. Forget the former things. He said, behold, I do a new things. Do you not know it? I do a new thing. So he said, forget the former things. Let go of the former things. Apostle Paul said, he said, forgetting the things behind, I press ahead. I press forward towards the goal. Forgetting the things behind. Jesus said, he will put his hand upon the plow and lose back. He said he's not fit for the kingdom of God. So you can see how God is so, so, so careful and so interested in people that have a bad past. Why? Because he knows how, how he can pull them down. So he's trying all that he could to help them overcome their past. And that is what he's doing now through me. I'm just his vessel. It took me years to be able to overcome mine. I'm still in the process of healing, but I have overcome it by His grace. You know, healing is different from overcoming. <laughs> Don't let me digress. The fact that you have overcome doesn't mean you are healed. Sin has been overcome already over 2,000 years ago by Christ after He died and resurrected the third day. Sin was overcome, but we are still healing from the effect, from the sting. Apostle Paul said, he said, death, where is your thing? We are still healing from the, and what's, what, where does death come from? It comes from sin, because the wages of sin is death. So we are still healing from, from we are still getting healed from the effect of sin in our life. That's why sometimes, you know, some, sometimes we will fall today, rise tomorrow, try to ask for mercy and all those things. Oh, what got us into this? I said I don't want to digress. I don't want to digress. So there is a difference between getting healed and overcoming. So it took me time, it took me years to be able to overcome my fear of the past, my 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 enslavement, my imprisonment of the past. But I tell you, there is no greater victory than a man that could overcome the fear of his past, the, the enslavement of the past. Because you will begin to see clearly when you begin to focus ahead. You don't move forward by looking backward. 
Let me say that again. You don't move forward by looking backward. Have you ever seen a driver? They will say, where are you going to? I'm going to, to Lagos. And it's the route to Lagos. And he's looking towards the road to Ibadan. And that's the road to Lagos ahead of him. And he's looking back towards the route to Ibadan. And they're asking him, ah, where are you driving to? I'm driving to Lagos. And he's looking back and wants to drive to Lagos. Is that possible? No. No, absolutely not. It will end up having an accident. So you don't move forward. You don't progress by regression. You don't move forward by looking backward. You move forward by focusing on things ahead. No wonder most of us, our lives, no, most of us, our lives have been stagnant. Can't you, can't you just locate? Can't you just trace where the stagnancy is not coming from? I think the Lord is speaking to someone here today. Your stagnancy is not because of any Satan. It's not because of any devil. It's because of you have held on too much and so long to your past. The children of Israel that were delivered from the Egyptians did not enter the promised land because they could not let go of their past. They could not let go of their past. Amen. Praise God. So I want to give us a list of what regrets or the past make, you know, the past mistakes does. I want to give us a list of what, you know, when a man holds on to his past. I want to give us some, you know, examples of things that will be caused in that man's system, in that man's life or that woman's life when he or she does not let go of the past. Number one, the past prevents one from embracing the future. Number one, I'm going to be quick about this because of I want I want us to be done in an hour, you know, an hour. So it is already 26 over 20 minutes. So it's, I said number one, the past prevent the man or prevents one from embracing the future. I don't need to explain that. You should understand from that. The next one, it causes this, a, a distrust in the heart of such person. I think I need to explain this. It causes a distrust in the heart of such person. And what do I mean by that? Many people are battling with low self-esteem today because of how much they have failed in the past or because of what the past had, had, had produced in their life. See, everyone is a product of his foundation. A building cannot be stronger than the foundation. So everyone is a product of his foundation. And your foundation is located in your past. So most times, every attitude you see in the life of someone, don't be too quick to judge the person and to condemn the person. No! Go to the root of that person's life and you realize that he faced a lot of things and now it, it, is, it is now yielding fruit in his own life too. When you see a man beat his wife, trace him very well. He grew up seeing, seeing men or seeing his father beat his wife. It happens many times. Amen. So we are product, everyone, we are product of our foundation. And a beauty cannot be stronger than its foundation. So that's what happens by, that's what I meant by it causes a distrust in the heart of such person. So the person doesn't trust himself, doesn't trust herself, doesn't trust the ability that God has placed in, in them, in, the, in, the, in, 
in the individual of them all. Amen. Next one. It, it builds fear to, in such art. It builds fear in such art. So what does holding on to the past does? It builds fear to the heart of many. Many. Many are living a life of fear today. Any little sound, they are already moved. Any little thing, they are already moved. Why? Because they are always imagining something bad will happen. They are always in their mind. They are always at it. Any little thing they do, they feel that fear that is not going to work out. It is a disease. It is a disease that needs to be dealt with as soon as possible. Amen. So fear, fear is a disease. Fear is a disease. Fear is a disease. Praise God. So it needs to be dealt with. It's a disease. It needs to be dealt with. So that's one of the things that holding on to the past will do to a man. The man that begins to get scared of of making waves in his life or in in his environment. He's, he's scared of 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 doing things that are of his rights because of fear. Because of fear. Praise God. So that's what happened to a man or a woman or a person rather that holds on to the past. The next one, it causes one to regret God's to reject rather God's love. It causes one to reject God's love. <laughs> this one is very, 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 very serious. It's an is a serious issue. He said, you know, he said it causes one to reject God's love. And this is rampant everywhere we go. You know, we have, you know, we go to places and you hear people say some things about God and they reject God in public unashamedly. They don't care about, they, they choose not to care about God and they feel God is his calm and all that thing and all those, all those things. We can trace them to their past. We can trace those things to their past oftentimes. And most times it causes men to reject the love of God. So the love that God is offering for free, they will still say no. We've seen people with head of stories of people that they could they could people could help them and they rejected the offer. They rejected the offer. What causes a man to reject such offer? Aside from other reasonable personal reasons, what causes a man to reject such lovely offer from God? Is because he is too scared. Because his past tells him that he's not worthy of God's love. His past tells him that God does not love him. His past tells him that God is going to destroy him. His past tells him that God has nothing to do with him. His past tells him that God has not invested any talent, any gift in him. And that is a lie from the pit of hell. Amen. So people begin to reject the act of God the kindness of God, because they feel not worthy for it. If you are in that category today, there shall be deliverance, because it is not the will of God for you to run from Him. It is the will of God for you to come to Him, because that's His desire. He said, come unto me, come unto me. He didn't classify who to come. He said, everyone should come. Everyone should come. So, holding on to the past causes a man to reject the freely giving love of God. Free giving love of God. Now, the next thing that it does is it keeps you from embracing 
divine opportunity. Holding on to the past keeps a man from embracing divine opportunities. I, I know this is a very serious issue. I've seen, I've seen many things. I, I know I had, let me share the story of a particular man who, you know, he, 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 he owns a school, two big school in Ogun State, Nigeria. He owns two large schools, very big, expensive. So the man was, was, was well to do, was well to do financially, was very okay. Now, I had the story that the man, because as rich as he was then, as rich as the man was, he does not drive a car. He doesn't even have one. Uh-uh. For a man to be able to set up two great big schools, different locations in the same state, and people, the old school, filled up with people, and yet he cannot buy a car. Something must be wrong. So I did my research. And what I discovered from the story was so funny. He said, because the man once had a car, and while he was traveling from a particular state back to his residence, the state, he had an accident. And the accident broke his, his, his bone, even though he was already okay. But the accident shifted his bone, and they had to rush him to the hospital and treated him. After a while, he got well. There was no casualty. So after a while, he got well. And since that day, he made a vow never to step into a car to drive by himself again. So he didn't bother to get himself a car. He was always walking on feet, taking the motorcycle, taking the cab and all those things. When he had enough money to buy five cars and he was not going to be stressed. But because of the fear of the past that haunted him, he rejected that offer. That, that offer that would have brought peace and ease to his life. He had to be hustling, you know, he, has to, he had to be shuffling, hustling, waiting for someone. Waiting for someone. When he could have received it, if not for the fear of the past. If not for the fear of the past. Amen. Praise God. I hope you are following. Our, fire is, our, our time rather is really fast spent. So, the next thing that I will mention that, you know, regret, holding on to the past does is it torments the art of such and often lead to the weakening of the art of the health rather of such person so it torments the art of the person it has depression that's what we call depression so it torments the art of that person the person becomes depressed and depression leads to different kind of illness there was a research done by a medical doctor and he said he discovered that the 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 source of every illness is majorly from the art, from the mind rather. Majorly, they came from the mind. That if we can successfully heal the mental health of patients, then the physical health will be fixed. That's how powerful and dangerous depression could be in the life of God's children and life of everyone. Are you with me now? So it it affects the health, and oftentimes leads to depression. A doorway to many illness a doorway to many illness was holding to the past does to a man can you see that for yourself now so these are the things there are many more that could be that we could talk about but because of our time we'll stop here so quickly we'll now move to factors that influence the past you know i understand that everyone comes from different background and i understand that 
you know, like I said earlier, the background of everyone is, you know, the, the, the attitude of everyone today, what everyone does today is a result of the person's past, the person's past, the person's background, the person's where the person is coming from. So if you see a, a, a man who is very respectful today, it's because he's coming from a, a, a home that they value respect. So if you see a man that is very disrespectful today, it could be so obvious that it's coming from a home that they don't value respect. So it is just as simple as that. It's just as simple as that. So everyone is a product of his environment. It's past. Amen. So the first factor that could influence one's past, the first factor that could influence one's past is number one, the family. The family. Who are in charge of the tradition and culture and religion of one's life. You don't choose the family you come to. You don't choose that. You didn't, you don't, you didn't have the opportunity to, to do that. So whatever family you came to is a determinant to your, to your belief system, to how you live your life. It's a, it's a very large determinant. Because how you are raised will go a long way in your future, in your near future. And most times when we meet people, people always have a regret on how they grew up, how their childhood was, how their parents didn't have their time and all sorts of things. And it now reflects in their own life as fathers as they have grown up to give birth to. So can you see? So the family is a determinant, a strong determinant and a strong influencer of what's past. The next one is the environment where one grew. The environment, I've said that earlier. So the environment, including the family. Now the environment, what kind of environment are you in? Are you in an environment where they curse anyhow? Or are you in an environment where they bless people anyhow? So whatever environment one found itself or herself, it's, it, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be replicated in that person's life. It's going to be replicated in that person's life. The next one is the kind of education. So the kind of education one receives is also a very strong influence. A very strong influence. But let me just move quickly because of our time. The next one is the friend we have. The friend we have almost similar to environment and family. The friend we have have a long way to go in our life and in our past. Then finally, the decisions we take. The decisions we take. Every decision that we take is the ultimate determinant of our life in, in the present because when you take the right decision you will eat the right fruit but when you take the wrong decision you will eat the wrong fruit you know jesus made a statement and it's kind of funny but people people wonder why do you have to say this this is just common sense but he wasn't saying it just for common sense he was saying it because a generation he knows was coming that we need to hear that and what did jesus say jesus said a good tree cannot produce a bad fruit and a bad tree cannot produce a good fruit cannot produce a good fruit so we can see that the source really matters where you are coming from really matters but i want to say something to you today that irrespective of where you are coming from whether from a rich home or from a very poor home from a land of little opportunity you could not even get much of of opportunity while rising as a kid and you know that's the environment you grew in and you felt life is so hard on you, you you began to give up this is not the time to give up this is not the time to say no this is not the time to say never never say never on this case 
Are you with me now? Are you with me? So, the decisions you make matters. Decisions you make matters. So, irrespective of where you came from, irrespective of the old you came from, irrespective of the background you came from, irrespective of what you have gone through, you can still make it if you will let go, if you allow God help you to let go of the past. Now, people wouldn't want to begin to ask, Ken wonders, how do we now do these things? I have been trying to get over this past. I, I, I did something very, very bad. I can't even, I couldn't even speak up to anyone. I, I'm just so, I feel so condemned. Can God even forgive me? My past is haunting me. Even though I, I feel God has forgiven me, I can't just stop thinking about it. It's just pulling me down. Anytime I want to attempt to do something, I just remember my past and I will withdraw and all those things. If that is your issue now, if that is your case now, then rejoice because deliverance has come for you. God has sent me here today and is going to deliver you. Because it is the joy of his father, of the father to see his own children doing fine. And anything that will not make you do fine, God is going to fight it. God is going to fight it. God is going to fight it. Are you with me, children of God? So how to get healed from the past? I know this is where majority are waiting for, for, are waiting for. How? Now, how do we get healed from the past how how can a man get healed number one how can you get over how can you overcome you know i told us earlier that overcoming is different from healing so before you can talk start talking about healing process you have to first talk about overcoming process if a man is struck down by illness let's take for example um leprosy before you can talk about healing the man he must talk about overcoming the, 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 the pathogens that come together to destroy that man's life. Because when you meet a leper, you will see part of the hand is gone. Some of them, a part of their body would be missing because of it is just be eating up. And it's a, very, it's a very critical, very critical condition, not palatable at all. So before you, a doctor will start telling you, okay, let's apply this to this to you know be able to amend your health, amend your body system so that you can be fine again and urgently. He will first talk about let's cure this ailment, let's cure this disease, then come back to your healing process. So let's overcome first. So how do we first overcome this stronghold of the past? Because it is a stronghold. It is a stronghold that pulls people back and say they are going nowhere. So how do you overcome? Number one, how to overcome? I will be lying if I do not tell you this truth. You cannot overcome this battle of the past without knowing Jesus. Ah, can you wonder as you are going religious? Well, if you call this religion, then let me be religious today. But it's not about religion, I tell you the truth. Majority of you know me well and you know I'm not a religious person. But Jesus is not about religion. Jesus is about love and a kingdom. It's about a kingdom that is his foundation is built on love. On love. On love. So if you don't meet Jesus, you cannot come into that kingdom. We've been doing a kingdom series. So we've not had time to talk about this. So you cannot overcome if you don't know Jesus, because Jesus is the way. 
the Bible says, is the truth and in the, is the light. No one comes to the Father and the Father sits in the kingdom. Because that is where deliverance is. He said, I will look unto the you where my help comes from. Where does my help come from? He said, my help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. So your help does not come from the north, not from the east. He said, promotion does not come from the north, or the east, or the south, or the west. He said, promotion comes from above. From above. So you cannot come into that level of overcoming, that level of deliverance, if you do not meet the one that can take you to that one that will deliver you. And that is Jesus. So he is the first deliverer before you meet the overcomer. Amen. Praise God. So I want you all, if you know you haven't given your life to Christ, we're not talking about religion. Christ is not boring. I'm not living a boring life. I'm enjoying my life to the fullest. And at the same time, I am enjoying my relationship with Christ. Is about 11 years now, and I am not ready to go. I am going to be here for life with him. It, 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 you cannot overcome any battle in life without knowing Christ. You will be a joker to think you can play life well without knowing Christ. We are not talking about success in, in, in material things. We have many rich people that are successful, successful in, in, in what they do. They are successful. They are very rich, but they can't heal their health. No doctor can heal you. It's so funny when you go to the hospital, you will see something they will write on top of the, you know, if if the hospital is a, is a very good one, they will write in the wall on the wall. I've gone to different hospitals. I've seen that. I'm also a medical student, so I've seen I've seen a lot. And you see, you see, we we um they write. We try, but God heals. Some people write, we care, but God heals. So even the doctor acknowledged that they can't heal you. So you see, we're not just talking about success here. You say, I can do without Jesus. Yes, you might be able to succeed in some areas of life without Jesus. You will succeed in academics. You don't need Jesus to succeed in academics. All you need to succeed in academics is to read your books. And read smart, be 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 up and doing. You will pass. It's a principle of life. All you need to do to to succeed in life, to become a, a, a billionaire, a millionaire, is just to be consistent and understand the principles of business and entrepreneurship, and and take opportunities, make advantage of it, make good use of it, and you you will hit your goal. So you can succeed without Jesus before you become a millionaire. But we are talking about what money cannot buy. How can you succeed in that area? Which therapy section can help you bring a dead person back to life? What, what, what level of wealth can buy you health? So you need Jesus not because of these things that I'm mentioning. I'm not saying you need Jesus for those things. You need Jesus because you actually need Jesus. There are no two ways to it. So if you know you haven't given your life to Christ, this is an outcry to you today that you better know Jesus now, not tomorrow. Because you can't promise yourself tomorrow. Only Jesus can promise you that. No matter the wealth you have, you cannot promise yourself tomorrow. There was a musician in Nigeria that the translation of his name means... He has debt in his pocket. 
and he went about telling people that he has death in his pocket he cannot die hello hello they are doing his remembrance every year now he's dead long long gone long long and he died sick he died sick so you can't promise yourself tomorrow only christ can do that for you so if you know you want to overcome then meet jesus today so by the end of today i'm going to i'm going to pray with you for those that would love to give their life to christ please don't think twice if you are not sure of where you stand join and give your life to christ today because you need him to heal and to overcome you cannot overcome without meeting christ so before i leave today we are going to pray together amen so that is how to overcome you overcome first by meeting christ and christ will now use his blood and his testimony to help you overcome that is what the scripture says it said they overcame him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony so it is the testimony of christ and the blood of christ that gives overcomers not any man's wisdom so you cannot overcome without christ so you need him in every two ways you need him don't be like jonah you think you are running from god but you are actually running towards god so you need him praise god so we're coming back to that before i leave we're coming back to that so now how do you not get healed we've spoken of how you get overcome how you overcome rather how you overcome this this stronghold that keeps drawing you back to the past to regrets now let's talk about how do you get healed from the past how do you get healed from the past number one admit you need help admit you need help healing admit you need help to be healed you know see i i have met people in my lifetime with this uh, as young as i am i've met people in my lifetime by privileges and by grace you know when people come and they just want to you know listen to me sometimes seek advice and i've met different kind of people i've spoken to kinds of people different culture from different countries different backgrounds and i realized that every one of them that are sincere enough to admit they need help they usually get help even before i'm done speaking to them because the first step to solving a problem is realizing a problem you cannot solve a problem you don't know you have i have met people that are too proud to admit that they need help and i've seen them wallowed in their problem till today there is no solution is it that there isn't a solution there is but they are too proud to admit they, they need help so the first thing is you have to admit that you need help you need help you need help from who you need help from god and from men because god is not going to come down from heaven to help you he's going to send men to help you as he has sent me he's going to send other send other people to help you are you with me so admit that you need help number one number two ask god for help he is the only soul healer i know you've said oh admit i've admitted the next thing is you should ask god he said ask and it shall be given whatsoever you ask that's what you will receive many of us are not putting to act what we ask he needs you to ask he needs you to ask because asking you know it strengthens relationship why because before you can ask you have to communicate and communication is the key and the strength of a relationship 
So God wants a relationship with you. But he knows that you will not come to him just willingly like that, like that. So he has to look for something that will draw you close. So he will see a problem in your life. He might not solve it. He wants you to come and ask. Why? Because he knows once you ask, then a relationship will be included. So he'll begin to speak to you on other matters of your life that you didn't even look into. And before you know it, you realize that you actually need a relationship with God. And you will even forget about the problem you came for. And before you know it, that problem will disappear. You are not even aware of it. That's how it works. That's how it works. You can't come to the presence of God and not glow. Moses spent 40 days in his presence. He became a God. And you, you are carrying him in the inside of you if you have given your life to Christ. You are not ordinary. You are not ordinary. Don't let me digress. So, ask God for help. The next one, accept God's love. You know, I stated earlier that what the past does to you is it doesn't allow you to accept the love of God. See, accept God's love unapologetically because do you know what? God is not ashamed of his vulnerability towards us. God is not ashamed of his vulnerability towards us. As mighty and as great, as, as, as holy, as, as, as gracious, as glorious, as wonderful, as marvelous as God is, he is not ashamed to admit that he loves us as fragile as we are as frail as we are, as weak as we are, as dirty as we are, as unholy as we are, he still chooses to love us. Just like this, the parable of the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son and his father. It's the father, the Bible said his father stood on the way waiting for the prodigal son to come. And while the prodigal son was trying to convince the father that he's not worthy of his love anymore as a father, the father grabbed him and told the servant, Go and prepare a feast. Kill the best of the of the animals, of the calves, and clothe him in royalty. In royalty. How much more God? God is ready to pour his love on you unapologetically. And he does not need anyone's permission. So he, the only thing he needs from you is to receive. Is it, is it too hard to receive? It's so funny in this generation. Is it too hard to receive? That's all we need. That's all we need. There is no two ways to it. Just receive his love and it shall manifest wonders in your life. Amen. Accept his love. The next point, how to get healed. See, see, let me tell you something now. Every other point I want to say, they are just, you know, they are just um, addition. The main thing that heals a man from his past is the love of God. When you realize how much of God how much of God's love you are into, you will, you will, you will not see anything else than, than love. When you realize how much God, the perfection of the universe, God, the perfection of the world, God, the perfection of heaven and earth, loves you this tiny little stinking thing, then you will realize that you are worth more than what the world is saying you are worth. And your past does not determine who you are because God's love has revealed that you are worth more than everything that has happened to you. So the greatest key to healing is the love of God. That is why you need to accept his love. He cannot enforce it on you, but you need to accept his love. So the next point, accept the help people offer to you. And note, God sends people, not just anybody. Some people could want to offer, like I do tell my people, I said it is possible for a man to be sincere, but sincerely wrong. 
So it's possible for a man to come and advise you on how to how to get help and all those stuff, but he's actually sincerely wrong. So be sensitive to whom God has sent. You might want to ask, how do I know who God has sent? It's none of your business. When God sends a man, it will, it will, it will, it will be just so obvious that this man was actually sent. Because he can die on your matter until he sees you progress. Until he sees you progress. So you must accept help from people that are ready to offer. The next point is intentionally seek growth. You cannot want to move and be idle. No one moves by standing. Like I said earlier, that no one moves forward by looking backward. At the same time, after you have after you got your deliverance from looking backward, now you are looking forward and you are just standing. You can't progress. So you have to be intentional about your growth and you'll be moving. You keep moving even when you might not even understand how far or how well you want to go. But you just keep moving because you cannot be stagnant. You cannot be stagnant. So be intentional about your growth. Get books that are relate that will speak to your condition, your situations. As you are led, go buy books, buy tapes, listen to messages that will help you grow. In growing, you will realize that you are already healing because it's a process. Healing is a process. Deliverance is a thing that happens once. But healing happens sometimes for a lifetime, sometimes for years. Healing takes time. Healing takes time. So it's a process. You cannot, you cannot just say, now nah, I've overcome. I want to sit down. No. No. You have to be very intentional about your growth. You have to be very intentional about your growth. So seek to grow. Seek to grow intentionally. And the last one, but not the least, intentionally make right decision. Seek the help of the Holy Spirit. Make right decision now. You have done whatever you've did, done in the past. You have made mistakes of the past. Or some someone has made, made someone mistakes has affected you in the past, and all sort of things. And whatever it is that is your past, I don't know it, but God knows it. So, but now determine in your heart that I have learned my lesson. It is time to move forward and make the right decision. Don't make stupid decisions anymore. Nothing change until you change it. Nothing change on its own. In short, even the law of physics make us understand. The Newton laws of motion. He said a body will continue to be at the state of rest. Called inertia. Until an external force is acted upon, on, upon the object. So even the law of, of physics explains that nothing changes until a force changes it. So you can't expect to be transformed and not take steps of transformation. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. You have to be intentional. So take intentional right decision. Know what you are doing. I want to do this. I know why. I don't know why I don't do it. Be serious with your life. See, when you take when you are too conscious of purpose, oh God, no time to talk about purpose today. Maybe some other time when the Spirit of God leads us, we'll do a, a, a series on purpose. We used to do a series on purpose almost every year. So just, just be calm. When you are too conscious of purpose, 
you will you you you, you won't have a time to start thinking about the past you will only when you are to think about the past you only think about the past to learn from it not to start regretting and soliloquizing over it no are you with me so be serious with life be serious with your life be intentional about the right decisions you make seek the holy spirit for help the bible calls him the bible says in in, in a multitude of counselors there is safety but that scripture was written in the old testament it is still relevant yeah you need counselor counsel of you know men of old age men that have gone ahead of you to give you counsel but you know in those days they didn't have the holy spirit within them so they always needed counselors but now you have the greatest counselor living inside of you the bible says jesus said in the book of luke chapter 14 verse 17 you can look it up luke chapter 14 verse 17 he told the disciples he said i will send an helper the counselor the counselor is going to come to stay not with you but in you so you have a counselor of ancient wisdom greater than any wisdom any man on earth can give to you even though you still need the counsel of men that are anointed by god and by experience they've they've gone through some levels of life even though i'm not disputing that fact have counselors in your life but the most the most important counselor of your life especially things that pertains to sensitive parts of your destiny should come from the greatest counselor and that's the holy spirit that lives inside of you so you need to make right decision stop wishing and start doing one of the things that people that hold on to the past do a lot is that they wish a lot you be that i wish this i wish that i wish this no stop wishing and start doing someone was asked you know within between um, um choosing a million dollar and going to the past to fix this and doing that which one will you choose and majority were choosing going to the past. What do you want to go and do in the past? You can go to the past and still be foolish. I will pick the money and move on. Yes. <laughs> I will pick it and move on. How will I go to the past? The past is gone. It's gone. All gone. Never to be seen again. Never. So you must learn to move forward and stop wishing. Wishes are not going to bring you anything. Nothing. I tell people, it's even better to pray than to wish. That wish is even the worst of it. Some people wish everything. I you know people say, I, I, I just wish I'm going to pass this exam. I tell them, you should have just prayed that I pass this exam than wishing that you pass the exam. Because you just wasted your saliva, you just wasted your words, you just wasted your energy. Because it takes energy to speak. It takes energy to speak. Are you with me? So you stop wishing and start doing. In conclusion, like I said earlier, Christ is the only way to our sanity. It's the only way to our sanity. Without him, you cannot overcome. If you apply all the healing processes that I have stated here today, you cannot even move. Because you can't heal when you are not when you've not overcome. It's just like cutting the fruit and saying you have killed the tree. No. The root is still there. It will keep producing more fruit. Only Christ knows where the root of every problem is. No one else knows. Except he reviews it to the person. Except he reviews it to the person. So, it is time for you to come and give your life to Christ. 
enough of delaying it enough of waiting for tomorrow waiting for next tomorrow waiting for next year the time is now when you keep waiting you will keep adding up to the greatest regret of your life you will keep adding up so why not give your life to christ now so that you can enjoy your memories why not give your life to christ now so that you can have a sweet memory to 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 share with your children Many parents don't have good memories to share with their parents. All they have to share is the slavery they went through, the suffering they went through. There is no good memories that, 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 that the, the, the children will be fascinated about. Why not change the, 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 the system in your own family? Why not have a good record in your own time? Must, he, or must your past always bring sorrow to your heart? Must your past always bring regret to your soul? Why not change that today by first giving your life to Christ? So if you know wherever you are, wherever you are listening to us, if you know you want to give your life to Christ, just wherever you are, just you can choose to go on your knees, you can choose to lay on your bed, you can choose to sit down or stand, whatever position you want to take. I want you to just be sincere. If you think you've given your life to Christ before, but you have not been faithful, you can't join. You've, you've not, for years now, you don't even know where your Bible is. Even when you read Bible, you, it's just for, for religious sake. This is the time to understand who Christ is and love him for who he is and not what he's going to give you. So why not in the openness of your heart, talk, talk to him and say, Father, I am sorry for all that I've been, I've been happening. I'm sorry for running away from you constantly. I'm sorry for, for hiding myself from you just as Jonah did. I'm sorry. Have mercy upon me. Today I come to you. Lord, lead me right. I want to know you more. Fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. That I may know you. That I may be delivered in knowing you. Thank you, Savior. For I know I am saved already. Be thou exalted. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you for this great day. We thank you for your people that have just given their life to Christ. Father, we thank you for your people that have been saved today. We thank you for the overcoming, for the overcoming of every challenges, every root problem of their life. Be they exalted, Lord. Father, we pray for these ones that as you have saved them, you will keep them. Because your word says you are the Abba, which means the source and sustainer. You have sourced this one, you shall sustain them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Father. For what you have done today in jesus name we have prayed so if you know you gave your life to christ you can just do well to message me some of you you are on our group just message me or any of the admins and just tell them <coughs> i gave my life to christ and i i know send your names and details so that we can keep them put them in record so please if you you have to do that please do that but if you know you are not on our platform any of our whatsapp group or our telegram page you can just get my number now as I call it, write it down wherever you are. <clears throat> so that is 090-35-16-25-41. 090-35-16-25-41. For the last time, 090-35-16-25-41. So please, you can do well to message me on WhatsApp, SMS, or call me to share your testimonies. And I, I, I hope God has been able to bless one or two or more than people in, in our midst today from their past. 
you know we want you to progress we want to see you know the the, the world the, the earth uh, you know endlessly uh, uh, await the manifestation of of the sons of god so we want to see your manifestation and we, we we know you can't do that if you keep holding on to the past so i believe god has been able to deliver you from such 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 strong oaths today congratulations once again thank you for joining us this evening i really appreciate you we, we we wish to see you next week saturday it's going to be another wonderful time someone else is coming to take us on another series thank you so much for joining us today have a wonderful weekend. Bye. What my eyes can't see, I still believe. Everything spoken to me, there's no word that can come back for trust in you while i'm waiting i'm getting stronger my faith is rising and i will run on while i'm waiting i'm lifting up on foods as eagles i believe i will trust in you
my eyes can't see.